Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Reasonably Shady. This is Giselle Bryant. And I'm Robin Dixon. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. We are in... What Giselle's, uh, what I call Giselle's icebox. Yes, yes, it's yes. very cold down here. And thank you so much for uh, making the Real Housewives of Potomac a smash hit in the summertime, which is like hard to do. Absolutely, yes. yes. People are out on boats and vacations. Yes, and yes. in they, Hamptons. Yeah, but they make sure they get in front of their TV to watch. So thank you. <sighs> Sunday's eight o'clock. Thank you so much, BravoTV.com. All right, so. <clears throat> It is now time for our reasonably shady moment of the week. Mine is like not really a big story, but it's just, it's pissing me off. Okay. 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 So I have been binging, and I think I, I mentioned this before, a National Geographic documentary called Narco Wars. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So the first season was all about like Pablo and Chapo and all them people over there in uh, Mexico and in Colombia. Okay. Second season is about um, the mafia, mm-hmm. the Sicilian mafia, all that. So like out of nowhere, they just stopped episodes. Like season one, I think what? went to went had twelve episodes. Okay. Season two, we on six, and I'm and the, I'm twiddling it? my thumbs waiting. Like, like where's the where, rest? Where the where the rest? So yeah, yeah. National Geographic, y'all shady. Wait a minute. So these are you're watching them like week to week, or you're binge, you're binging? Them? I was binging them. Okay. And I don't think I caught up. Like I, it's been a, several weeks, and I do not have a new episode. And I was all in. Like I was in. Like chomping at the bit. I wonder what happened. I don't know what happened, but National Geographic, y'all are shady. Y'all figure it out and give me some more okay, episodes. You need to Google that. Mm. Give me some more episodes <laughs> because Narco Wars is everything. Okay, I need to watch that. Yeah, no, it's really, I guess really I can good. Catch up. Yes, it's good. Um, so y'all are being shady. Do better. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blame it on COVID. <laughs> no, I don't blame this. It's a documentary. <laughs> I don't blame this on COVID. The editors had COVID. The, oh, okay. The ed- editors got a little sick. Okay. Yes. That yes. two week of incubation or whatever, isolation is over. Right. So give me my episodes. <laughs> the end. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So mine, I mean... Okay, so mine, I'm just going to read a shady comment. And, of course, we get plenty of shady comments all the time. We do. Every day. We do. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to just, you know, let you know. What, so, are what, you going to say their name? Or are we going to call them out or no? We're not calling them out. Yeah, I'm going to say their name. Because okay. it's like... Because y'all are cause, shady people cause, on... Because clearly this is an account created to troll people. Oh, you know okay. What I mean? so, Hi, troller. Hi. Yes. So, the account is called I.hate.everyone. <laughs> You are a troll. Right. So really, so it's like, so the person behind this page is probably literally like a grandmother Uh that like, or, you know, or or probably it's like a, um, you know, someone that you would like least expect it. 
like, okay. a, like an HR advisor at Morgan Stanley. Yes. You know what I mean? And then they create these like fake pages so that they can okay. like me mean and troll people. Okay. So yes. what they say? So I hate everyone hates me. Of Ooh. course. They said, why? First of all, like I hate everyone. You typed in my name uh-huh. and hit like, you know, you deliberately went to, to me to give me this message, which like, okay, why are you still on the show? <laughs> You're boring as fuck and have nothing to offer. Like, what? Okay. Like, I'm not, I'm not your cup of tea, which is fine. I don't, you know, you don't hurt my feelings. But if I'm boring, like, why uh-huh. are you spending your time to open Instagram, type in my name? Yes. And leave a message. And like, DM it's you. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird to me. Like, if I don't like someone, I'm not going out of my way yeah. to tell them I don't like them. That's actually I'm, beyond shady. Well, yeah, of course. Yes. But it's like, but the sad part is that this is so normal for us. Like, oh, yeah, it's all the time. It's, it's, this is all the time. And guess what? I think they're hilarious. No, no. we. I mean, I get a good laugh. I get a good <laughs> chuckle because I'm like, but you spent time to message me and you hate me. Like, right. Right. Okay. So we get that. And then I actually want to read something on the opposite side of the spectrum. Oh, okay. Yes. Because this is from Katrina Taylor. Okay. And she said, Hello. Let me start off by saying I love Reasonably Shady. Oh, thank you, Katrina. Exclamation point. Thank you. Three Katrina. exclamation points. Yes. You and Robin are so funny and real. The chemistry between you two is awesome. I also watch The Real Housewives of Potomac and love. Let me also say, let the haters hate and oh. continue living your life to the fullest. Okay, Katrina. Mm-hmm. Now, let me get back to the latest episode of Reasonably Shady. See, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yes. Like we can balance the good with the bad. Yep. And honestly, the good far outweighs the bad. So yes. thank you, Katrina. Thank you, everyone else who has sent us positive messages. Those do not fall on deaf ears, even though we are pretty tough and we can tune out the haters. Um, it always feels good to receive love. So yes, thank you so much for for the love that that means a lot to us it does it does and especially because you know this whole podcast journey we didn't know what we were doing we were just kind of jumping into it and so to get like positive feedback by so many people is really refreshing oh yeah absolutely i i mean can i be honest i had never even listened to a podcast before in my life <laughs> and i was like i want to do a podcast i don't know like, robin if we should be saying that <laughs> well <laughs> No, I had neither. I had yeah, never listened to yeah, a podcast. Yeah. Well, I had never listened to a full podcast. Right. But I felt like, you know, our dynamic is is real enough that people would be able to, to identify. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, literally this is, y'all, We Giselle and I talk on the phone um, every day. And this is pretty much what we do every day. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We have so much to talk about that's happening in these streets. But first and foremost, I need to talk about my dad. Okay, because, you know, we love Mr. Curtis Gray. (sighs) Yes, we do. We, you know, and he always calls me and he talks real slow. And he was like, "Um, wait, when you when they call, because this is how I am with my dad. I'm like, okay, what is he about to say? Like it like because they do start off so slow. And you're like, where is this going? Right. Right. No, I already take so many directions. When I see it's him and he's in my phone as daddy, um, I'm like. I don't know if it's going to be a long conversation or a short conversation. It could go either way. Either I'm on the phone for an hour or like five minutes. Okay. So I just mentally prepare myself. All right. But this, the other day he was like, Giselle, um, so I have a couple of questions. So I was like, yeah, okay. What? He said, so, you know, these people that are getting butt surgeries. (laughs) And I was like, okay, where's this going? This is getting good. He said, so how do they recover from that? What, I mean, how do they sit down? <laughs> Great question. It was like, the recovery must be very strange. And I said, I don't know if strange is the word, Daddy, but um, I said, you're, you're asking me why? Like, I don't know. Right? Why is he asking you? Yeah. He was like, so, like, do they just lay on their stomach the whole time? <laughs> how do they do this? Well... So I said, well, from what I understand, you get pillows to sit on. Yes. We we witnessed that ourselves. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he said, OK, but then, you know, you got to sleep at night and uh, you got I guess you got to make sure you can't roll over. Oh, my God. He's so concerned. He 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 was he like went over this in his mind and he was so confused. I'm always wondering, like, about the toilet. How do you go to the bathroom? I mean, are there problems there? (laughs) 
You know, I mean, <laughs> like, does it come out? Does anything I come mean, out? Okay, because, right, so they have to sit on pillows. Yes. And, you know, toilets are kind of hard. Right. So, like, what if you're constipated and you have, you just got your butt done? And then is that going to, like, move the fat Ooh, around in your butt? that's a good question. You know? You know what? So many questions. And then uh-huh. I think about, like, what if you, you know, once your butt gets to a certain size, like, yes. I, I'm just too much. I'm sorry. It's not. But okay. But no, I've heard from men that they don't really like the women with the big butts doing it from behind. Oh, because it like they can't get in deep. Yes. Oh, so they want an itty bitty like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, like that thing is in the way. It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty to look at. Right. It's nice to like squeeze and put your hand around it. Yes. But my, my dangling, unless your dangling is like 20 feet long. Yes. Yes. Unless not- like it's a six footer. <laughs> Uh, when we don't really want that, I don't want that. Okay, so but yeah, it's okay. it's it's problematic. Yeah, and actually, I'm lying. Portia told me this. Oh, Portia said that the big butts can be problems for men. She's speaking from experience. Yes. Oh, okay. She she was referring to herself. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I was. That's a bummer. No, but so would it be like? I regret doing it because it's... I don't think... She, I don't know if she got a butt job. I, I can't... She never said she got a butt. She was just uh, saying big butts is a problem for men. Okay. Doing it from behind. Got it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to stay with my little butt. Right. <laughs> just keep it nice and contained. I don't want any problems. Yeah. I don't want... Okay, wait. So your father... Okay, so... So I tried to so explain concerned. as much as I could. Okay. And for the little bit of knowledge that I have. And then I had to walk away from the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dad, just tell him to start like Googling, going on YouTube and, you know, yeah. see what people on YouTube say. Yes. And, and you know, he's, he's 80 something years old. He has these, he has these thoughts. He just wants to be clear. So, so one time, okay. So my mom has like a big butt just because, right. Uh-huh. So she's like big hips and a big butt. So just this conversation just reminded me of something funny. Um, so there was a story. It was like a news story on 2020. And I'm sitting in the living room with my kids watching it. And it was about people going to, I don't know, the DR or somewhere, okay. you know, in Latin America to get their butts done. Yeah. Latin America. And my kids, this is literally like at least five years ago. So they're probably like, you know, Carter might have been six, whatever. Uh-huh. I can't remember if it was Carter or Corey. So they said, so is that what Gigi did? <gasps> <laughs> They thought their grandmother had a, a BBL. Yes. She had a BBL. Yes. <laughs> Not did grandma have a butt job? Yes. And what did you say? I I died laughing. I died laughing. I died laughing. Okay, this brings me up another story. We 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 didn't plan on talking about this at all. Okay, so and my sister's gonna kill me. So my sister is a little larger okay. than you know me, and so when my kids were little, mm-hmm. and my sister came over. They were like, she was like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And they were like, well, where are you going to do that? And so she was like, the toilet, like right there. And they were like, no, you can't fit on that. Oh, my God. My kids told my sister she cannot fit. She couldn't fit on the toilet. (laughs) She was mad. She was like, these little rugrats are the worst. But they weren't being mean. It wasn't like they were trying to be mean. They just like literally thought, okay, so you have to have a size. Oh, they just assumed like the toilet got bigger. No, they assumed that if your butt was physically bigger, then you needed a bigger toilet. You needed a bigger toilet. Yeah. Tell them the butthole is still the same size. Yes. I didn't say that. I just said, (laughs) she'll be fine, y'all. And mind your business. She'll be fine. Oh, my God. Okay. My sister's going to kill me. I love you. Anyway. Kids are great. Yes, the kids. The kids be great. The kids be doing the most. Yes, they asked if Gigi is that, is that where Gigi went. I said, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh god!" All right, so moving on. All right, so there we were cruising through the new open air zoo when I realized that the park was closing in like fifteen minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful. DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Now, good to know that, remember that tragic building that collapsed in Miami? Oh, my gosh. Can you? Uh, Can't so imagine. Yeah. So freaking so horrible. Um, but great to know that they're going to get compensated. I think a judge was saying that they should get no less than $150 million. Wow. Wow. As they should. Is that yes. for like like everyone? So they would split that? No. Or each I think person? Individual. Individually. Individually? Yes. Okay, so first of all, you've got not only people that passed away, but the people who lost their their built, you know, their their home. Yes, because that was the other side of the building. Right, right, right. So that's over. It was like eighty units that, that collapsed. So clearly, like the building, it's it was you know probably like over one hundred and sixty units. Yes, so at least. So we're saying that one hundred like billion dollars. units are going to get one hundred fifty million dollars. I'm mad at it. No. Oh, yeah. I I would be sewing my ass off. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because, like, first of all, the people, the human beings who overlooked the cracks mm-hmm. and the water and, I mean, they, they must honestly feel horrible. Like, I couldn't even imagine how they can just, like... Like, they probably need to be institutionalized. I couldn't imagine if that was me and right. I dropped the ball that badly. Yeah. I mean, and, and the building, from what I understand, was not that old. It was like what forty years? Yeah, but that I think shouldn't be falling down. No, right, it shouldn't. So, so I guess you know the problem was from construction, but it's also like the water, like being so close to the beach and yes. the sand and the erosion yes. is a little bit higher. But it's like, but still, like, and I would be worried if I lived in any of the other buildings down there. Oh yeah, no, nobody is buying a thing down there. Right, mm. right. But then you have people that capitalize on tragedies and buy all the property and then charge people a whole bunch of well, money. Well, I'm sure Tom Girardi is <laughs> wishing. <laughs> Tom Girardi will not be an attorney in these cases. Tom wishes he could have this case. Yes, but that's this not happening. Was... Sorry, Erica. Rob, that was Robin, not me. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I... I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, moving on. I have been chomping at the bit to talk about this whole I want to go to space and I'm a rich white man and this is what I'm going to do. Now, I, there's a caveat to this. Okay. My father worked for NASA. Oh, get out. For 30 years. Okay. He he retired from NASA. What was, what did he do for NASA? He, um, I think some of it was a bit um, top secret 
because I he would give me okay. How do you go from like civil rights yes to, to working for NASA? Yeah. Oh, you, I don't know. One day when you see him, ask him. I I don't know. He okay. told me I forgot. Okay, so he was doing something for them anyway. Okay. So I was talking to him. I was very curious about, you know, what these guys are doing, what his thoughts were about these whole, they're going into outer space. Okay. And he's like, first of all, Giselle, let me, okay, so we're talking about Richard Br- Branson and we're talking about Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos, you're on my list, but please do not cancel my Amazon account because I need <laughs> it. Okay. But I'm very mad at you. Okay. But we're going to get back to you. So my dad said that, no, Giselle, they ain't going into outer space. They're going into inner space. Like the edge of space. Yes. Right. Like going into outer space is like you are flying around the entire earth. Okay. They're right. not doing that. So they're literally just, it's like a glorified airplane. Yes. They're going like a little bit higher than what airplanes do. And they're spending millions of dollars to do this. Yes. What's the point? Okay. There's that. You did. Uh, because to say that you are because because white men have small penises and this is the way that they can prove that they have big dicks. OK, <laughs> right. They don't. Right. It's a pissing contest. Yes, it is. OK, so let's just talk about Richard Branson. OK, because you want to charge two people two hundred fifty thousand dollars to do this. OK, would you want to go? Robin, I'm asking you, do you do you have any interest in going up into space? No, especially if I'm going to the edge of inner space. Yes. Like, what's the point? And you're literally on the brink of disintegrating. Yes. Like, right. But you're so you're going up to get to a place of weightlessness. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And then you're coming back down. Right. That's dumb. That's dumb AF. But if you're a billionaire. Right. Then you this is what you do. Yeah. But even if I'm a billionaire, which I might be one day. Stay tuned. Okay. Um, <laughs> just kidding. I'm not going to knock your Okay, thank you. Um, I have. I'm still not spending that 250 to go up. I have no interest, right, in doing because that. Because you might die. It's too risky. It, it's, it's it's way too risky. But I just think they're at like they had to have been um, comfortable with the fact that they might die. Yes, doing that. Yes, do you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's such a risky thing to do. Well, Branson, I do know, went through a whole lot of um, training. Yeah, he did a bunch of training, and okay. Bezos might have done it too. But anyway, I just think it's dumb as fuck. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, Branson came back, and he was like, "I had an eye-opening experience. This has changed my life." <laughs> and I, he want, was so excited. Yes, and I yeah. want. Is that a British accent? And no, I want. It's not. It's not. Okay. It's a weirdo. I, I, okay, weirdo accent. Okay. Anyway, and I would like to use my time and resources to change the world for the better. Okay. 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 I'm for that. Mm-hmm. I like that spin. Yep. Okay. So Bezos, mm-hmm. with his I run Amazon self, with his I don't pay taxes and I'm a billionaire self. Right. Which, for the record, pisses me the f off right because i pay How does taxes that work? right and my taxes make me mad <laughs> so bad i mean i'm very angry every time so i pay these taxes we all oh wait um, there's another housewife that owes taxes who dorit how much how much dorit owes 1.3 million you lie dorit and her husband yeah that just came out okay that came yeah. out the other day yep the other day um okay so aoc who i love do we love the aoc Oh, yeah. Do, does everybody she, know who she is? Yeah. Alexandria something something Cortez. She gives it to the people. She gives what it to the people. Say? What she had to say? So I know she has something to she say. She has something to say. So she was like, so, you know, Bezos came down and he was like, um, I would like to thank all of my Amazon employees and for everyone who's used Amazon for sending me off into space. I would like to thank you all. Because for, because for filling the, my bank account. Yes. So that I can go to space. Yes. That's what he said. That's what he said out of his mouth. No one said, let's buy stuff from Amazon so Jeff can go to space. Nobody said that. I didn't when I bought all of my toilet paper off right. the Amazon. Because you need to wipe your ass. That's there we go. Yeah. Not to send your Bezos ass to space. Why would he say that dumb shit? That's okay. Crazy. So AOC said, let me get this man all the way together. Okay. So she said, yes, Amazon workers did pay for this. With lower wages, mm. union busting, mm. a frenzied and inhumane workplace, yep. and delivery drivers not having health insurance during a pandemic. Mm, mm, mm. And Amazon customers are paying for it with Amazon abusing their market power to hurt small businesses. Mm, Bezos, so take that. That is so true. And stick it up your Bezos ass. Right. Now, don't don't cancel my account, by the way. <laughs> okay. So, my I just feel like, okay, okay, we're going to, a couple things. One, I feel like clearly he is in a bubble. 
He has no idea what like regular average people do and how they he live. Clearly has no idea what his company is doing. Y- yes, he's, he yes, because if Amazon is so such a big company that you like it should be a great place to work. Right. He cannot his retention and his turnover yeah. is like yeah, their turnover is awful. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. Awful. Right. I've read a report. It's like they intentionally set people up mm-hmm. to like leave the company so they don't have to like keep paying them more. Something, right. Something crazy. Insane. Something. It's insane. And then he decides, I guess because he saw what Branson did and he has to one up and act like his penis is bigger, but I know it's not. Right. And he said, okay, I'm going to give $100 million okay. to Jose Andres. Uh, is that his name? Jose Andres. The, um, um, the man with a bunch of restaurants who we know during the yeah. pandemic fed Good. so many people. He did such, such great things. Right. And to Van Jones of CNN. I'm giving him $100 million too. What? Because Van, before we be shady. Okay. Van has, um, his charity is like, he helped, it's for criminal justice reform. Okay. Criminal justice. Okay. Yes. And. So um, he's not giving it to those individuals. He's giving it no, to no, their no, organizations. No, no. He's giving it to those individuals. And he said, I trust that these two guys, they had a whole press conference, will do right by the money that I'm giving, meaning they will use it for their charities. We have two awardees today. They'll each be getting $100 million to direct to the charities of their choice as they see fit. No bureaucracy, no committees, no, they just do what they want. They can give it all to their own charity or they can share the wealth. It's up to them. Listen, how about, how about you use 100 million of the 200 million that you gave to fix your damn company? Right. How about pay the Amazon workers? Oh my God. Okay, so long story short, Van it's Jones is looking kind of cute these days. He's got 100 million dollars <laughs> in his pocket. And you know, I, did you hit him up? Did you <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and, he, and he wears nice suits. He wears nice suits. And y'all, y'all know <laughs> I like a, a brother with a suit on yes. that's well fitted. Do you like men with glasses? I mean, so there's rumors that, you know, there's something going on between him and Kim. I saw that. Kardashian. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but it might be true now. Right. That he has the hundred million. Right. <laughs> Not that Kim is a gold digger because she has her own money. Exactly. Yes. But but she wants people to be on her level. That is true. You know that is saying? true. It's that is true. That she needs his money, but she yes. needs him to have his own money. Yes. But now he's looking, I'm sure Van is looking at Anderson Cooper like, and what? <laughs> what you got to say now, Coop? Huh? Sometimes dreams come true. Sometimes dreams come true. And the headlines around the world should be Anything's possible if you believe. That is insane. Okay, like Bezos, that made no sense. That, like I none. Mean, I mean, in theory, it makes sense, but it's just like if you're gonna just give away money like that, like have a plan set up. I mean, I just it was very weird. It was very. I'm trying to outdo you, Branson. Right. And I'm trying to distract from the fact that I'm just going to space for no reason. For no reason. For eleven minutes. So how much did that? How much did Bezos space trip? First of all. He was in like a hut, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then Branson was in like a, a souped-up <laughs> airplane. Like, which one would you want to take? Which I, one do you I take? want to take the souped-up airplane. The airplane. Yes. Right. I don't want to be in a. You know, he was like in a bubble. It looked right. like it looked so weird. It was like a Hubble. <laughs> You're in a Hubble, Bezos. Please don't cancel my account. Okay, so this has inspired little Uzi Vert because now this fool is trying to buy a planet. He's trying to buy a planet. He, um, Little Uzi, I don't know what you're saying. I know that you're a rapper, Little Uzi Vert. Um, I don't want these things that these white men are doing, Little Uzi Vert, to inspire you to do something kind of crazy, like buy a planet. And as a, who's selling the planet that you want to buy? Right. I just <laughs> answer, answer that for me. Right. How do you how do you take ownership of a planet? I don't that is right. I saw that headline and I was like, this is a joke. I'm not like makes no sense. It makes no sense. How do you buy a planet and what are you going to do with it? I don't. I don't. I, okay, I don't. So I don't let's know. backtrack a little bit. Okay. Bezos spent five point five billion. What? To be in space for four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I, one yeah. billion per second. No, it, it per was, minute. It, one billion it, per minute. Five hundred and fifty million a minute. This fool is a fool, but I hey, don't don't cancel hey, my account. I mean, yeah, if I'm worth <laughs> if I'm worth that much, I might do something stupid. You might like do that. something stupid like that. But I I just feel like when you're worth that, like life, like you've done everything in life. When you yes. have that much money, you've experienced everything to the point where you're just like, what else can I do? So so the what else is can I go to outer space? Mm-hmm. What else can I do that like regular everyday people can't do? Yeah, can right. I go to outer space? My dad called it inner space. Inner space. Yes. Can you go? To- yes. So do you think there's any rodents on inner space? <laughs> <laughs> Just 
curious. I mean, the way that Australia is dealing with this rodent problem, okay, there might be rodents in uh, in inner space because I saw an article mm-hmm. that a woman mm-hmm. was awakened out of her sleep in Australia. In Australia, okay, because they have a, a they have like tens of millions ro- of rodents like running around the the country the this country continent, and the rodent was eating her eyeball. Eating her eye when she eating was her, asleep? No, she when, had to be open. This eyeball, if you eat an eyeball, your eye, your eyes I open. I guess it's like, well, think about it. If you're asleep, the uh-huh. rodent was probably like gnawing on her ah. eye, on her, her, her eyeball and maybe it, ew, just imagine. Ah. Right. Ah. Right. I'm throwing how, up. Like, how does that happen? I thought rodents were scared of people. So like... They must be hungry or something. Oh, my gosh. They but eat they, eyelids. Yes. But apparently the rodent problem in Australia is like it's it's overrun with rodents. That is so disgusting. But that reminds me of like my experiences with rodents. Have you had experiences with rodents like, had, in your house? Or? I had one when I was younger. When you were younger? And my mother was like, um, told my dad, she was like, there's a mouse in the house and we're moving. <laughs> we had lived in the house for like 20 years. She's like, we're moving. What the hell? Where are we going? So my dad was like, I got this under control. I'm going to take care of it. Blah, blah, blah. So next thing I know, the mouse was gone. Oh. Supposedly. I don't oh, know. good. If that is your only experience with mice, then like you're lucky. Because I have had, I don't, I don't, I don't want to jinx myself because I'm moving to a new house. Right. And I do not want to jinx myself. If I see a mouse in my house, I'm just going to die. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, okay. So I remember in college, I lived in an off-campus apartment. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, it wasn't it was it wasn't campus housing. It was like literally like, OK, I'm a grown up. I'm I'm paying like, you know, rent to a leasing company. And OK, all that. I had a roommate. Love it. Oh, my God. This is in and College Park in like Adelphi. Okay. So like right outside of College Park. I remember it's like you can when you start seeing the droppings and you start seeing like little, you know, pieces of little things being eaten through uh-huh. you're like fuck in your apartment, in your apartment. OK, yeah. so I remember I came home and it was literally like scurrying across the stove. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Yeah. Yes. Like, can you imagine? That? So, like, as a like a college junior, like, oh my god, I like, I'm never going to walk in the kitchen again. There's right. literally mice. Like, they would come through the the stove. How's that they, possible? Oh, through the um the back of it, like the burners. Uh, oh, ooh, right through That's, the burners, like the holes in the burners, and they so they're like scurrying across the stove, and they go away, and they go like through the burners. Wouldn't yeah. they? Okay, so when you just turn the burners on and, and burn them up? Well, they they run. I mean, they're gone by then. So they, you know, they come out when it's like dark and quiet, oh, okay. and so like you know, so it was like dark, but you just could like you could see them like scurrying. It was like, oh, oh my god! Gosh. And then um, our house that Juan and I lived in in um, Montgomery County, we had field mice. Like every year, we had field mice. Okay, and I would be responsible. For putting the the traps down. Why was that your job? What Juan? You can't do that. This man and it's so crazy because he lived in you know Baltimore City and they were very familiar with mice. The hood. And he, I guess he he was so traumatized from his <laughs> like he just he couldn't do it. He so we would literally like I would literally put the trap down and then wake up in the morning and the mouse is on the trap and it's ah! like who's picking the mouse up? You Who? me. Me, I like, Juan, do better. Oh, I was like, this is like, and, and and literally, and it wasn't just Juan in the house. It was Juan, his younger brother, his younger cousin, their teammate, their best friend. I was literally in a house all the time with like a bunch of dudes. And none and, of these dudes could do this. No, they're like running, screaming. Like literally, Juan would like run so that the mouse would be like in the kitchen, on the trap, can't go anywhere, stuck. Right, it's on the trap, and he would like, what you know, fuck? you would, like walk. I can't, I, I, this this podcast <laughs> is over. I can't take any more of this conversation. This is the best. This is a total mess. Right, he would walk in the kitchen, see the mouse, and then run, ah, and run all the way to the top of the steps. Okay, like, what what is this okay. mouse? Okay, okay. What I do know from this mouse situation is there aren't there traps that it goes in a thing and you don't see it. There, yeah, there's different ones. So, you know, it's the one where it, like, snaps on it, breaks its uh-huh. little neck. Oh, God. It's the one that where the sticky one, like, I would always use sticky ones. Um, the ones, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't take this anymore. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, I have one more mouse story. Okay, and then we're moving on. Yes, when I was in high school. So, we lit, so my parents' house is, like, you know, definitely in a field. So, a mouse got into my car. What? And would 
like so I noticed it because I saw like had all these napkin little pieces of napkins torn up in my glove box. But how does it get in your car? How do, how does they a mouse do, get in your get car? Everything. They get through the smallest things. So but your car is secured. But they like they would climb through the in, through the like underneath it and just climb through everything. Let me tell you what this freaking mouse or mice did in my car. So it would go through like the the in like the I don't even know the terminology the of the car. Okay. So like the the bones of the car are I used to have, we used to have, we used to have a dog. Okay. And the dog food would be, you know, in the little bowl in the garage. Okay. That's and the problem. Probably. And so the mice would take the dog food. Okay. Climb in my car. Right. And put it at the top like so you know where like the button where like you would press for like your light or yes. your sunroof, right? Yeah. Like right in front of you, like above the um the mirror. Yeah. So the mice were taking the dog food, the little pellets of dog food, yeah. climbing up, putting it at the top of my car. So like if I hit the top of my car, you just hear dog food shaking. What? It was <laughs> So these are smart mice. Right. What what was the point of the mice doing that? Maybe because that's where they would like hide their food. And so oh. they probably were like eating they were probably like storing their food up there, eating it. Like literally, I would hit the top of my car, and you could just hear, like you you would hear the dog food rattling. I've never heard of anything like this before in my yeah. life. So, yeah. do you get a new car at that point? Like, what 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 does? How do we get what rid did of this? Do I hope you got a new car because this sounds like some bullshit. I can't. I got another. I got so many stories. Um, I can't remember what we did to solve that problem. Oh, but yeah, it literally was. It was Okay. Yes. Yeah, so mice are disgusting. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna move on. My my little know, story clearly was not uh, <laughs> yeah, anything in comparison like why, to. Yeah. Why do you have one experience with mice? That's well, when I when I first when I first moved that my first house in Bethesda, like when I moved back here, oh, I had a, a mouse. It's a mouse. It, it's just not a mouse okay, in here, Robin. <laughs> okay. It's not. No. It's not. Not. Even, no. I didn't even. I didn't even flinch. You okay. So there, okay. the I would have a guy come and like spray the house and all that so that I would not have these troubles. I don't know. I'm surprised you don't have any out here. Okay. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
So, people, we're super excited because we put on our Instagram and we put on all of our socials a question. Okay. And you all responded to the question. All right. And the question was how to get back at your ex. Mm. What? Some crazy people out here. I mean, and y'all were so excited to tell y'all little stories about how y'all got back at your ex. Some crazy people (laughs) out here. So we're we're we would like to talk about y'all stories because they're actually hilarious. Um, but but Robin, before we talk about it, do you have a story about how you got back at your ex? So, not that I not a story where I got back at my ex. So clearly, every, you know, most of y'all know that I've been with Juan since we were in high school. So yes. like, um, I'm talking about him. So when <laughs> he, you know, right out of college, he's feeling himself. He's doing whatever mm-hmm. things that would make a woman mad yes and i try to run him over with my car <laughs> <laughs> okay what's he so he's walking and you're like mm, i'm gonna like, get behind, him today my car was parked and he was behind my car and yeah i tried to like back up okay and run him over wow so did you hit him no, I missed him. I missed him. Dang, that one got away. I know. I was like, at, like seeing red. <laughs> so angry. Just run his ass over. Run his ass over. Juan would be roadkill. Oh, yeah. He'd have been gone and I would have been in jail. Yes. Yeah, and y'all would have never met me. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm glad you didn't run over Juan. <laughs> All right, so I. this was when, let me see, I was like out of college I was seeing this guy for a while and I, you know, I had no business seeing him because he was a hot mess I knew he was a mess when I met him mm-hmm. but anyway I was like I liked him and he liked me but I went to his house okay so in his bedroom I did not like his sheets right <laughs> okay so I went out to the store and I bought like new bedding for him okay like a comforter pillows really sheets. for you Clearly, <laughs> it, was, it was for me, but it was black satin, which you know, it was like a dude color, it was black. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, went out, bought that, and then like some time had passed, and I got to, I went to his house, he had a picture of me like on his dresser. Uh-huh. I get in there, and somebody had scratched my face out mm-hmm. on the picture. What? So, I said, Excuse me, sir, why does my picture look like this? He was like, oh, well, you know, my ex stopped by and she saw it. And um, yeah, that's what she did. What? Okay. That whole story was problematic. Yeah. Okay. So you know what I did? I waited till he went to work. Okay. He had a roommate at the time. Okay. Waited till he went to work. And then I came back around to to the house because I knew he wasn't there. Okay. And I, you know, the roommate answered the door and he was like, you know, so-and-so's not here, Giselle. And I was like, I know. So I was like, I just need to go to his room. I took all the bedding that I had purchased him, his sheets, the pillowcase, the um, the bedspread, to everything, because I was being petty Paul, and I was gone. You took it back. I took it back. I took it back. You were not keeping these nice black satin right? sheets, sir. And letting somebody scratch my face out. And my face is scratched out on my beautiful picture. <laughs> the end. Yes. Okay. So we have a couple more that people have sent. Okay. And and people, I just need y'all to be clear. If you send us something, we're going to say who you are. Okay. Because these are funny. Unless you say don't. Yeah. Unless you say don't say your name, then we won't. Okay. I'm going to read this first one. Okay. This one's kind of long. All right. So this is from Lauren. Okay. So Lauren says, okay. My ex of five and a half years broke up with me in October. I found out, in addition to cheating on me with his therapist, our next door neighbor, and a woman on Tinder, he left me for a 50-year-old woman. Damn. He's 34. Hmm. Married, and he met... uh, So the woman is married, and he met her on Ashley Madison during the height of the quarantine. I didn't even know that was going on during the height of the quarantine. Oh, okay. Wow. People probably getting it on. All right. I found out three weeks ago they are still dating. So I found her on Venmo and Venmo requested her $5,000 <laughs> for being a cheating C word. What? Now that's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny to me. Let me oh tell you something. God. Lauren, you're funny. Oh okay. Now, if you send somebody a request, they ain't going to send <laughs> you the money. So I don't even know how you got back at your ex. You right. sent a request. Right. She is not going to send you $5,000. Okay. That's not happening. So it's even more funny. <laughs> and honestly, the the 50-year-old woman needs to be sending... She need No. 
Lauren needs to be sending the 50 year old woman $5,000 for taking him off her hands. Yeah, this is true. A piece of shit. This is true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. Okay. Do you have one? Oh yeah. Let me read one. Okay. <laughs> now that's funny. Oh my God. Okay. So the question we put out guys to you all that you all responded to was tell us what's the worst thing you've done to get back at your ex. Get back to your ex. Yes. Okay. So Taylor mm-hmm. said, I climbed up on top of his Porsche mm. with my stilettos, mm. scratched it all up and pissed on the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that piss peeled the paint off. Is that <laughs> Listen, but like, can you imagine that? So you pull down your pants, right? Squatted, like I want. Like, was it? Did anyone see you do this, Taylor? Yeah, like, like Taylor, just, where are you doing it? Right, and then and did the pee get on you too? Okay, so you're on top with your still, still, with your stilettos girl, on. Girl, you're talented. <laughs> and then you pee. you pee. Now that's fine. And then and then how did you wipe? But did you? There was no wiping going on. Yeah, you no, just, no. She didn't need to wipe. <laughs> Ah! She she wiped she wiped it on the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I don't know how to pronounce your name, but it's Q U O I A. Quoe? Okay. Anyway, she said, I sent an email to his boss and got him fired. Ooh. Now why are you gonna do that? Now the man gonna be broke. You messing with his funds. <laughs> okay, don't do that. All right, so this one I really like. Okay, so the okay. question is, what did you do to get back at your ex? And this bad bitch said, I succeeded where he often said I would fail. Mm, love it. Best revenge ever and all so good for me and for my family. X and erased. Yes. Good riddance. Love yes. That. Okay, so that was from, I want to definitely give her a shout out. That was Carmenia. The Carmenia, you know what? That is the best. Beyonce said, ain't that the best revenge? Your mm-hmm. paper is your best revenge. Mm-hmm. So when your ex is like acting like an asshole, just go on and get a job and be successful. Mm-hmm. And then like have somebody send him a screenshot about how successful you are. Right. Yes. Yes. But you can't go on trips and pretend that you have like this banging body and like everybody wants to be with you because we know you're lying. Like that's all photoshopped. No. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But no, your best represent. Best revenge is your paper. Yes. For sure. And he's going to be seeing what he missed out on. Okay, I got one. Uh-huh. My name's Tabitha. Mm-hmm. So I was going out with this guy for three years, only to find out he cheated on me with my cousin. What? Girl, when I tell you my blood was boiling, but I acted as if I didn't know and didn't see all these receipts. Instead, I went on her phone and messaged him saying she tested positive for chlamydia. What? And for him to get checked out, too. His ass was so shook. I got to his house and saw him freaking out. Then he told me I needed to get tested. And I was like, why? And then he was forced to confess. It was hilarious. I also maxed out his card by ordering loads of food and clothes for me and my girls. Listen, listen, y'all better not mess with a woman. Okay. Right. Right. Because a mad woman will get you. We are coming for you. For you. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay. Those are amazing. Y'all keep them coming. Um, but I think we should end on a positive note. Oh, of course we should. Yes, I think we should end on a positive note because this actually touched my heart and this was from Tara. It's from Tara. Okay, Tara, we love you. All right, so you know what she said? Giselle, I just wanted you to know that your attitude and how you carry yourself inspired me so much that I named my daughter after you. What? I spell it G-I-S-E-L-L-E. Oh my goodness. She was born in 2017. I admire how you always take the high road and have so much class. Wow. Now, thank you. That's very much. That's deep. That's very deep. That's deep. And I love every second of it. Yeah. And you know what? This is why we do what we do. Not for you to name your children after us, but just to give a little inspiration. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been sharing my story about like the, how the pandemic affected me. Yes. And how I was, you know. <laughs> in the bed didn't want to get up not motivated and i have received so many messages really so many messages from people whether it's on twitter or dm or comments that are like you know they relate to it or thank you right. or you know they have a significant other that's kind of saying the same thing to them like you know what's wrong with you right you need to do this you need to do that and so when we you know when i hear from people who just feel like we're representing them somehow. Some yes. Way. You know, all of us on the show offer something different. Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, but at least it's like, you know, if I can touch people who are in a difficult place yeah. and make them feel not alone and feel better about where they are and hopefully maybe give them some motivation to like get out of it, then that's like the biggest blessing for me. So Yeah. You've done your job. Yeah. And there's a reason why you're telling your story to try to help somebody. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not and it's not comfortable to tell our no. stories like at all. But you know, it's it pays off when I know that people are being affected by it. I mean, I, like people say, oh, I sat there and I cried because it just, you know, when sometimes when you feel something so deep, yeah. it, it can touch you like that. So um, I love it, Robin Dixon. I yes. love it. I love it. All right. I think that's our episode today. Woo, woo. Yeah. So just people remember to live your week either reasonably or shady. Take your pick. Oh, Bo. Oh, Bo. All right. Till next week. Bye, guys. Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.